Honestly, I work about 25 hours per week in my business. I absolutely love it, and I've found that it's what works best for me, but that doesn't mean it's without its trade-offs. So today, I'm pulling back the curtain and sharing what I'm afraid to tell you about my 25-hour work week. I'm discussing the practical pieces I have in place to make that possible, as well as the mindset work I've done to grow in a way that actually feels good that you can steal from me. In an industry that prides itself on making more money faster, this approach may come as a bit of a surprise. My hope is that this episode gives you a massive dose of permission to grow in a way that feels aligned to what you want and how you want to create it. This is the exact mindset shift that will ultimately help you to scale in a way that feels good to you long-term and make more money because of it. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, my simple shifters. I hope your week is off to an incredible start. I am so incredibly excited for you to be joining me for the third episode of the Owning It series. Now, if you haven't gone back and listened to the intro and the first two episodes, I definitely encourage you to go back and listen to those first because that will give you so much more context around why it is that I am doing this series, what I am aiming to accomplish in sharing these things with you, and how you can really begin to start owning those pieces of your own journey that you might have felt some shame or insecurity around in the past so that you can really embrace those and start to feel more empowered about where you are at now and start to take more actions that are in alignment with what you are looking to create. So today we're talking all about what my 25-hour work week actually looks like. Now, the reason I wanted to put this episode together is because I think that there isn't enough conversation around the trade-offs that happen when you work less hours in your business. And the reason I really want to talk about this is because there are trade-offs to it, right? Just like anything else in life, just like anything else in business, there are trade-offs to the decisions that we make. And ultimately, it is becoming okay with those trade-offs or recognizing the trade-offs that we are actually okay with that allows us to really build a business that we feel good about. So I want to peel back the curtain today and talk about what that 25 hour work week actually looks like for me, the trade-offs involved with that, and how ultimately I am totally okay with those trade-offs. And those are very strategic decisions that I made in my life and business 
because of the kind of life that I want to have. Now, this is not to say that your life should look like mine. This is not to say that this is the only way that you can do it. This is not to say that these are the only trade-offs involved. This is merely to point out my experience and my journey with what having that schedule of working less really looks like and how that has ultimately helped me to build the kind of business that I want to have, that I feel good being in rather than waiting till I hit some arbitrary point to then kind of build the business that I want to have. So this is really going about it in creating it the way I want to experience it rather than waiting to experience it later on because I think that, you know, working more will get me to a certain point and then I'll allow myself to have that, right? So to me, that feels like a much more strategic approach. That's not to say that you couldn't go about it in the way where you work a lot up front and then you taper back on your hours. But for me personally, what I have found to be true is that I am more concerned with how I am living my life currently in this moment rather than hustling it out to get to this point where I'll then allow myself to actually enjoy the life I've created. That just doesn't necessarily feel good to me. That doesn't necessarily feel aligned with my approach and my values. And ultimately, this was a huge mindset challenge for me, right? I made myself wrong for this for so long. And that was because I felt an immense amount of guilt around working less hours. Now, I think part of that is cultural, right? I think that there is a lot of messaging around working more is what determines your worth, essentially. And that was something that I really had to work to detangle in deciding that I was going to work less hours within a given week. So to be honest, I don't know that 25 hours was one of these things I like set out to do, right? I From the beginning, I think it was more that I found myself naturally kind of gravitating toward that baseline. So when I would just go about my normal week, when I would time track, that was always around where my hours would sit. That was around the point that I felt that was a good amount of time to work. That's what felt good to me in my business. And that's just kind of how things progressed from there, right? You guys know that running is like a huge part of my life and I love it so, so much. And a lot of my time is spent either like running or in workout clothes or filling my time essentially, right? I feel like I spend my life at the vet as well. You know, life happens, right? So I think that all of those things just kind of filled in the gaps essentially in my work schedule. And you guys know that when you create your own schedule, that is something that is so much easier to embrace essentially because there is just no set way that you have to show up in your business. There are no set hours. There is a lot of flexibility there. And I think that that has always felt really good to me, right? That flexibility, that freedom, that ability to structure my schedule in a way that felt really good to me was always 
like a really big, important thing in the pro column, right? So I think that that is what makes part of this entrepreneurial journey feel so worthwhile to me. And I think that that's just really important to say because I really hold that freedom and flexibility as a very high value of mine. So that is something that I bring into my decision-making process. So when I am deciding what makes it to my schedule, when I am deciding how I go about my day, when I am deciding how many hours per week I work, that flexibility is always really important to me. So that just feels like a good place to start this conversation off with because I think that a lot of times when we talk about working less, people think like, oh, well, they're working less and they're making more and they're doing all these things. And I just want to point out that like from the beginning, the working less always rose to the top because I just couldn't function as a human being and an entrepreneur working more hours than that. And I don't mean to say that from this place of like, I couldn't function, like I would never be able to. Like, of course there are busy seasons. Of course there are weeks that I have worked more than that. But that has always been a finite amount of time. It has not been a way that I move through my business regularly, if that makes sense. So I think that that differentiation is just really important. And you know that from the beginning of this business, really building that beautiful, balanced life and successful, thriving business was so, so important to me. But it really took this kind of like life first approach that I had to really get on board with. And that was not necessarily an easy shift for me because so much of my self-worth was tied up in being productive, right? So I think back to where that stems from. And I think that ultimately a lot of that stems from being a designer first, right? So when I started my design business, I was a freelancer and so much of freelancing is really exchanging time for money, right? So that really put this pressure maybe self-imposed pressure, probably self-imposed pressure (laughs) to make more money by working more essentially. And that always felt like, you know, this exchange for time money equation. And what I found from that was that when I started moving toward more package-based pricing in my design business, I still felt this need to kind of fill the time, right? Because filling the time was what made me feel productive. It was what made me feel worthy. It was what made me feel enough. And when the work was there, that was great, right? But I would also go through these kind of like feast or famine periods in my business, in my design business. And that was really hard for me, right? So we've talked about how in the beginning, I didn't necessarily know how to market my design business. So much of that was built on referrals. So I think that that really intensified this tie that I felt between the exchange of time for money, right? So when the work was there, I felt like I really needed to put in the time. I felt like I needed to be super productive. And all of that really just 
solidified this feeling that I had to be productive when there was work, right? So this was something that I really had to reprogram as I started to do more package-based pricing in my design business. It was something that I really had to reprogram when I started pivoting to coaching. And it is one of those things. I know we talk about all the time how our mindset stuff doesn't necessarily go away. It just pops up in different forms. And this is something that just pops up over and over again, because I really felt like that productivity, that struggle, that making it hard, all of those kind of mindset challenges that we see associated with feeling like our work really needs to be difficult in order for us to feel worthy, those things kept popping up again and again. So as I started to reprogram this, I really had to be okay with the fact that I really function best with a 25-hour work week. That is something that I have recognized about myself. That is something that really gives me that kind of, you know, spaciousness and ease in my schedule that I feel really good about. It allows me to work on my business and in my business in a way that feels good. And for where I'm at in my life right now, that just feels really good. But I do see that being something that will stay consistent moving forward. And I think that's really important to say, because again, I wanted to build it the way I wanted to experience it. I didn't want to like go hard from the start and then have to put all of the structure and all of the process in place to try to figure out how to undo or redo what I had already been working to build, right? So had I gone about it from working a 40-hour work week and then all of a sudden I wanted to cut my hours in half, that would be really difficult to do quickly, right? Because the structure and the process just wouldn't have been in place. Not saying it's impossible, but again, with this life-first approach, that was just really, really freaking important to me. So one of the things that I don't think is talking about nearly enough when it comes to working less is that there are trade-offs associated with that. And one of the trade-offs that I have definitely experienced is slower growth. Now, here's how I think about that. And here's how I know that's true, right? Some of the clients that I support have grown faster than me, right? And I think that that is just such an interesting thing because they're just at a different spot in their business or they have more hours available to them or they're just putting their priorities and their focus in different areas. And all of that is okay too, right? There is no one right way to build a business. There is no right or wrong way. It's just that there is inherently going to be trade-offs for whatever we choose, essentially. So some of those clients work a lot more than I do, but they've also grown a lot faster than I have. Or some of those clients, you know, do work a lot more, but they don't have the kind of flexibility in place that I do. And they can't change up their schedule quite as easily as I can. And I think that both of those are okay, right? So the point isn't to say, oh, there's only one right way to do it, or, you know, slow growth is bad or fast growth is bad. Like none of that is necessarily true. Everything is okay, but it is a decision that we have to make right? And that was a really important mindset shift for me in choosing this life first approach in choosing to have a 25 hour work week is I just had to be okay with slower growth. And that is something that 
I really did make myself wrong for for so long because I think that there was always this way where I was like, oh, but I could be working more, right? But you guys know, just because you could be doing something doesn't necessarily mean that you should be doing it. And this is definitely one of those scenarios because yes, I could be working more, but what would the trade-offs of that be? Well, it would mean that I probably wouldn't feel as much spaciousness in my schedule. It would probably mean that I couldn't go out for a long run and feel okay with that decision. Or it might mean that I wouldn't be able to spend as much time going on lunchtime walks with my puppy or take Fridays off to go skiing with my husband. Like all of those are trade-offs and they're trade-offs that I just wouldn't have necessarily been okay with had I decided to work more. So what I had to make a very conscious decision and a very conscious mindset shift around was not to make myself wrong for working the 25 hour work week because in doing that in saying oh I could be working more I should be working more why am I not working more I wouldn't actually be allowing myself to enjoy the spaciousness and the ease that I have in my schedule and the life that I have created, right? So it's almost this way in which I was backing myself into a corner because I had worked hard to create this life, but then I wasn't even allowing myself to actually enjoy it, right? So if you think about it kind of like, let's say you spend money on a vacation, right? And you're like, okay, we're going to go on this really luxurious vacation that's going to be amazing, right? So you spend money on a vacation and your money mindset isn't in a place where you can actually enjoy that vacation, right? So you just feel guilty and bad about spending that money and it really detracts from the experience of being on vacation, Whereas you also could have done the exact same thing, invested in that vacation, gone on that vacation and absolutely enjoyed it and had the absolute best experience possible and really just lived it up and felt so good about that decision and came back refreshed and renewed, right? So either way, the circumstance doesn't necessarily change. You're still going on vacation, but how you feel about that circumstance is the thing that differentiates it, right? Because those would be two completely different experiences and you would probably feel completely different about those experiences. So I say that and I give that example here because that's essentially what I was doing with my 25 hour work week. I was creating the 25 hour work week and I was living my life in that way and building my schedule in that way and working in my business in that way. And What I wasn't doing was actually allowing myself to enjoy that because the feeling of guilt and shame was getting in the way. So whereas I could have said, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I have built this 25 hour work week. I have all this flexibility and freedom and ease and spaciousness. Those feelings weren't there because my mindset wasn't in a place of allowing those feelings to happen, essentially. I wasn't in a place where I could actually enjoy it. So this was a huge mindset shift for me because what happened was I really had to stop making myself wrong for it. I really had to embrace and own that I function best working 25 hours a week. And yes, that may mean slower growth 
growth. Yes, that may mean that I have clients who have grown faster than me. Yes, that may mean that clients make more money than I do. But the shame around that wasn't supporting me and actually enjoying the life that I created. Because what's the freaking point, right? Like, what's the point of creating it and building it that way if I wasn't going to actually embrace the life that I had created? So this is what I mean when I talk about building the beautiful balanced life and the successful thriving business, because this was all mindset. This was something that I had to make a mindset shift around so that I could allow myself to actually enjoy that balance and that life first approach rather than feeling guilty about it. And ultimately, it is this mindset shift that has allowed me to build a life and business that doesn't just look successful on the outside, but actually feels successful as well. And that is just so incredibly important to me because of this exact reason. Like that was the reason that I started my business. That was the reason that I decided to become an entrepreneur was because I realized and I recognized that there's so much more to life than simply working. And I wanted to be able to have that space and that freedom and that flexibility to actually embrace that and actually enjoy that. Friends, as I record this, I'm currently full in my one-on-one coaching practice. Now, there's a chance that a spot may become available in the next month. So if you've been thinking about working together, now is the time to join me for a call so we can see about getting you that spot and some serious sales support. And you know what? I absolutely love supporting you in my free Sincere Sales Coaching Calls, so I'm going to keep doing them regardless. If sales is something that you struggle with, then this 30-minute session was made for you. Honestly, I made sales feel way harder than it needed to be for way too long, and I know that my mindset was holding me back big time. That's why I love helping you get to the root of your biggest mindset challenge when it comes to selling and help you shift it so you can close more of them with more ease. I only do a few of these each week, so be sure to grab your spot at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales. I talk about all the time how I absolutely love my business, right? Like I love working in my business. I love being in my business. But part of that is because I love the way that I have built my business. I love the way that I've designed it, that I've structured it, because the way I have done that has actually allowed me to focus on the areas that I want to be in rather than, you know, spreading myself too thin and doing all these things that I hate and, you know, feeling like I need to be in every single piece of my business and all of that, right? So part of designing my business in this way was bringing in team. And that has been hugely helpful. And honestly, I'm not sure, not saying it can't be done, but I'm not sure that I would have the life and business that I have now had I not had the team in place to support me in building it this way, right? And so I handed things off to a VA relatively early on 
for some of my marketing pieces. I made a decision relatively early on to hire a podcast editor because I knew that that was something that I just didn't necessarily want to have my hand in. I really wanted to be the person showing up. I wanted to be the person recording or hosting the podcast, but not necessarily the person editing it on the back end. I have a social media manager who handles pieces of social and getting things scheduled and making sure that we have content going out that is hugely valuable for all of you. So all of these team members have made it possible for me to have the business that I have today. And that also has trade-offs associated with it, right? So I spend a lot of money on team right now. And that was something that I ultimately had to make peace with as well. And something that I really had to stop making myself wrong for because that was also a trade-off of working less hours. Having that team in place is what really allows me to show up in my zone of genius, allows me to show up in the pieces of my business that I love and that light me up and that my business sees more forward movement and more income and more impact because of rather than feeling like I have to do every single little thing. But the trade-off associated with that is spending more money on team. So yes, we bring in money, but we also are spending a lot of money on the team piece as well. And that was something that when I look at my books, that is just something that I know about my business. That is just something that I have come to terms with because I knew that the life piece was so important to me. I knew that I really needed to take a life first approach to my business because that was such a high value of mine. So it doesn't necessarily feel as intense as it used to seeing that money go out the door because I ultimately know that that serves me so incredibly beautifully and it ultimately helps the business to grow long term as well. So I think that's an important piece of this conversation as well, because I really, truly am playing the long game here. I do not expect that my margins will always look exactly how they do now, but in knowing that I am spending more now so that we can grow in a way that is sustainable, we can grow in a way that feels really freaking good to me, which is so, so important. I am ultimately creating the business that I want to have now rather than waiting until I hit some arbitrary point when I'll actually be able to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it now. I want to experience that now. I want to live into that success now. And if that means that I have to spend more money on team, then I am on board with that because it means that I can ultimately have that beautiful, balanced life and successful, thriving business that I want. And I think that this is just so underrated. I think that there is so much emphasis in this industry put on do more, make more, hustle it out, build it big, like make more money, all of it, right? And of course I want you to be making money. Of course I want to be making money because that is what makes a business sustainable long-term. But I think that there is a really important conversation that comes in here in that 
A business is not ultimately sustainable if you hate being in it all the time, right? That's not to say that it won't feel like a job at times. That's not to say that you won't have off days. Of course, that's going to happen. And of course, that's going to be true. But on the whole, are you building the business that you actually want? Are you building a business that feels aligned to what you want and how you want to create it? Because when you are... It feels easier to handle those trade-offs because you know that there is such a return on that in that you are building a business that ultimately feels in alignment with what you want and how you want to create it. So I think that that is just such an important piece there because when you enjoy the business you're building, when you enjoy the journey, ultimately that is what makes it sustainable long-term. That's what allows you to keep sticking with it. That's what allows you to keep showing up. That's what allows you to keep taking action in a way that feels good and Ultimately, over time, that is going to have such a higher yield, both in income and impact, than hustling it out, trying to get to this arbitrary point, and then realizing that you freaking hate the business that you've built, right? So I think this is ultimately just such an important conversation because what I want to point out here is I am not special. I am not some magical person that can build their life and business in this way, this is totally available, 100% available to you in this very moment. Does it mean you have to make some strategic decisions? Yes. Does it mean that you have to shift your mindset around what it means to be worthy or what it means to feel enough and where you are really, you know, reprogramming those thoughts that are telling you that that can only come from productivity or that can only come from hitting a certain income goal. Yes, all of those things are so important in building that beautiful, balanced life and successful, thriving business, but that is still available to you. That is something that you can have in this very moment, but you have to decide. You have to decide that that is something that you want. You have to decide to take a life first approach. You have to decide that you want to work, you know, X many hours a week. And ultimately you have to decide that you're okay with the trade-offs of that as well. And I think that that's just such an interesting question to ask yourself is what are the trade-offs of this, right? So sometimes we can find ourselves in a place in business where we've become very reactive, right? We've just been jumping on the thing that is the shiniest thing that feels like it needs our attention most in the moment rather than really designing it the way that we want to live it. So this is really just such an opportunity to take a step back and go, how many hours do I actually want to be working in my business? What do I want that to look like? What does my ideal day look like? What does my ideal week look like? What is that schedule that is going to help me to build the business that I want to have? How can you be strategic about those decisions? And then what are the trade-offs of that, right? What are the trade-offs of having that schedule? What are the trade-offs of building your business in that way? And are you ultimately okay with those trade-offs? For me, it was kind of a no-brainer, but it meant I had to do a lot of mindset work around it. It meant that I had to be okay with working a 25-hour week. 
I meant that I had to handle a lot of feelings of guilt around while my husband is working a 40 hour a week, how come I get to work a 25 hour a week? Like, how do I become okay with that? How do I shift my mindset around that so that I can ultimately continue to show up in my business in a way that feels good without that guilt? Because the guilt was what was really getting me tripped up in the process of creating the business that felt good. And for me, honestly, that looked like having a conversation with my husband around like, hey, I realize that I function best in my business when I work around 25 hours a week. I know that this means that I'm spending more on team. It's one of the trade-offs of that. I also know that, you know, I could potentially grow faster if I worked more than that, but I just don't know that I'm willing to... (laughs) to make that exchange, right? To have that be a trade-off of my business. And ultimately it's so much more important to me. I feel like I do my best work when I show up in this way. How does that sound to you, right? And really just having that conversation with him just allowed me to release so much guilt because ultimately like my husband does not want me to struggle and suffer through my business either, right? But just hearing that and being able to have that conversation around it really helped me to shift my mindset as well because I knew that that was kind of where some of that guilt was coming from, not necessarily from anything he would have said or done or anything like that, but totally an internal feeling in that I felt like I needed to show up as kind of like an equal partner, right? And I think that I do, but that just looked slightly differently. So again, detangling that sense of like the hours are what makes it worthy or viable or good enough or all of the stories that I had tied up in the amount of time I was working in being what made the business successful and really just continually reprogramming those thoughts, reminding myself that I've built it this way for a reason, reminding myself that the guilt wasn't serving me, focusing on gratitude over that guilt, really just doing that thought work in the moment as those thoughts came up, have allowed me to default to those thoughts that my productivity is not tied to my worth, right? And that is an ongoing thing. That is not something that I, you know, do once and all of a sudden my mindset is is on board with. This is something that I continue to do again and again in my business so that I can live my life in this way. But again, something that I totally had to do a lot of mindset work around to ultimately build the business that I wanted instead of the business that I thought I should have. And I think that's such an important point here too, because I think so many of us transition out of corporate and we transition out of working 40 hours a week, and then we hold ourselves to those very same standards. But the truth is there are so many more pieces at play when you're working in a nine to five, there are so many more resources and support and all of that. So a lot of the work that I had to do was really reprogramming those thoughts from my corporate days of my worth being tied to the number of hours that I was working because ultimately you know, that didn't feel good in working in my business in that same way. 
And when it didn't feel good, I'm also less likely to do it, right? So the biggest shift that I saw was really in focusing on what felt good and making that the most important thing, because that's what I knew would allow the business to become sustainable long-term. That's what I knew would keep me going and keep me enjoying the business that I was building, keep me enjoying the journey to keep showing up for it so I could have more income and impact long-term rather than feeling like I needed to struggle my way to 40 hours a week or struggle my way to, you know, whatever I thought a successful business should look like instead of what actually felt aligned to me and what felt successful to me and continuing to build it in that way. So I think this is a super important conversation to have. I know that so many of you want to build the business in which you have the impact and income you desire. And I know that ultimately one of the best ways to do that long-term is to build it in a way that feels good to you. And that was the biggest mindset shift that I really had to step into in allowing myself to work 25 hours a week so that I can have a business that I absolutely love and a life that I thrive in. So I hope this episode has been a heavy dose of permission for you to build a business in a way that feels good to you, for you to really decide how many hours per week you want to work in your business, to really make peace with the trade-offs associated with that, and to ultimately build a business that you love. So if you have decided that there are pieces of your journey that you are ready to own, I would absolutely love for you to share them over on Instagram with the hashtag I've decided to own it. Go ahead and tag me. I will be cheering you on. I will be resharing those. There is just so much empowerment in releasing the shame in your business journey and really stepping into those parts of your journey that have brought you to where you are today so that you can feel empowered to create more of the results that you ultimately want. So I hope this has been so helpful to you. I will be coming back next week and talking all about support. I'm going to get into what exactly my team looks like, how much support I have, how I've had to make peace with all of that support. And you're definitely going to want to join me again next week for that episode. All right, guys, have a great week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, Sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift.
it's just the, oh my, how do I, I'm like struggling for words here. 